Did you know that the average adult in the United States spends almost three hours a day on social media? Yeah, that is nuts, right? Well, when you think about it, it actually makes sense. So much of our lives, so much of our relationships now take place online. And that's why it's so important for all of us to be equipped and trained to be able to be active in our faith on social media so that it's not just something that happens in a church building, but that we're able to take the gospel, take the message of Jesus to where people are, which right now is Facebook, Instagram, and even TikTok. And so if you want to learn how to do that effectively, how to use social media as an effective evangelism tool, then I would encourage you to check out Digital Missionary Academy. It's an online community of like-minded believers that are super focused on sharing their faith, being active in their faith online, and helping their friends become Christians. I post new videos in there every single Monday. And so if you want to check it out for free, just go to digitalmissionaryacademy.com or you can click the link in the show notes. That is digitalmissionaryacademy.com. Welcome to the Practical Christian Podcast. I'm Travis Albritton, a former rocket scientist turned digital missionary, here to bring you the bite-sized tips and strategies you need to become an effective Christian. Thanks for tuning in. Now let's jump into it. So this episode is going to be a particularly vulnerable one. I, I do my best to really share the real truth about what's going on in my life and just be totally transparent with you guys because you guys are so uh, so supportive. And I wanted to kind of let you in on something that I haven't talked a lot about uh, outside of my uh, small group of close relationships here in Florida. And that is that as of late last year, I started really suffering from some serious anxiety attacks. Um, it was essentially a combination of things. Uh, we were uh, living with some friends of ours. We were in between homes. And so it was kind of hard to feel settled just because there were so many people in the house. They're still great friends of ours. They're still our best friends and we love them to death. But it certainly created some <laughs> opportunities to, to not feel settled. Uh, in addition to that, I really went all in, saw an opportunity to go all in on my online teaching ministry, specifically with my small group leader training, and said, you know what, let's just go for it. Let's just see what happens. And so made it a very large, <laughs> quite large financial investment in that. And things didn't really turn out the way that I hoped that they would. Uh, eventually had to pull the plug on that project, at least for now. And because of that financial decision, there was actually a point in time where we weren't going to qualify for the mortgage for our new home. And so we had sold our house. We had we had said, all right, we're committed to moving down to this new area of town. And then in between selling our house and moving into our new house, financially, we found ourselves in a pickle. And so there was a couple weeks there where we wouldn't have been able to move into our new house, which that just created a lot of stress and anxiety, right? And so, but, you know, I was really trying to cope with it the best that I could. I, I knew that God didn't want me to be anxious. I knew that he wanted me to trust him, um, that he wanted me to lift all of my cares and burdens up to him in prayer and to really share that with other people. And I was doing that to the best of my abilities, but my anxiety was getting to the place where it was even starting to affect me physically, where I was I was throwing up pretty consistently. Uh, my energy was super low and ended up developing uh, irritable bowel syndrome, IBS, which is where your stomach just 
doesn't do well with certain foods and can really wreck your your entire mood and your entire outlook on life. And so that was really a wake-up call for me. And it was a wake-up in the sense that I was pushing myself so hard. I was so laser-focused on one making one thing happen um, that it was coming at the expense of other things. I don't know if you've ever been in a situation like that where you were just like gung-ho, super-focused, and you like come up for air and you're like, whoa, how did I get here? And that's kind of the situation that I found myself in. Um, and so, you know, through a lot of prayer and, and a lot of, you know, seeking advice, I decided to start going to see a professional licensed counselor. Now, there's actually some biblical precedent for that. Uh, probably the, the scripture that comes to mind for me is in Galatians chapter 6, verse 2, where Paul says, bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. And the reason that that scripture really resonates for me and kind of where I've been the last six months or so is because just in my sinful nature, I'm very self-reliant. I'm very independent. Like I can do it. I can figure it out. But I reached a point where, you know, I was really, my life was kind it felt like it was falling apart. Um, and I needed someone to lean on. I needed someone to, to help me bear my burdens and, you know, when I started seeing a professional counselor, things started really turning around for me. Um, and I think the main reason is, one, that someone who's trained can help you see your blind spots. In the book of Ecclesiastes, uh, you know, the, the writer says that there's nothing new under the sun. And that is totally true, that what I was, was going through and continue to go through is not as uncommon as I might have thought before. And by seeing someone who's been trained and knows how to help me work through that, I'm essentially getting a coach that's going to help me with where I need to go in my anxiety and in my faith. And so that's been a super huge help for me the last several months. And the other thing that it's helped me to do and to realize is that I don't have to do everything on my own all the time. I mean, it's, it sounds kind of obvious, right? It sounds kind of obvious when you say it out loud. But I think for many of us, you know, it's it's much easier to just kind of keep things close to the vest, right? To just do it all yourself, to to keep everything in your control. But there is a time and there is a place where getting professional help can really help you uh, achieve the personal and spiritual break, breakthrough that you need. And so I want to encourage you that if you feel stuck, if you feel like, you know, just certain things in your life aren't changing, um, they're not getting better. Uh, whether it's a sin that you just can't seem to kick the habit of or, you know, some anxiety or some stress in your life that you just need help sorting through or if it's even financial stress, right? Finding someone that can help you work through that and get a plan together to to get out of that. There's nothing wrong with that. In fact, that's a very good thing for us to be humble to the point of accepting help when we need it most and being willing to be vulnerable and being willing to, you know, go in see someone, even paying money to go and see someone to get professional help. So I hope that by sharing vulnerably my story and, you know, how seeing a professional counselor has helped me for you potentially can give you that permission to go and do that as well. And uh, I just want to encourage you that there's nothing wrong with getting professional help. There's nothing wrong with taking medication to help you manage, you know, all the chemicals in your brain. Um, there's certainly a right and a wrong way to do that, but there's nothing inherently wrong with wanting to be spiritually, emotionally, and mentally 
healthy. Amen. Now, if you want to kind of unpack this a little bit more and specifically learn more about what the Bible says about modern psychology, and then also if as a Christian, you should just stick with a Christian counselor, um, someone who shares your faith, then I'll leave links to two very helpful YouTube videos in the show notes for this episode. um, And you can go and learn more about those things. That's it for today. Don't forget to take advantage of this week's free resource by clicking the link in the show notes. And be sure to share this episode with your ministry leader, a person in your small group, or just a friend from church. Thanks for listening to today's episode, and I'll talk to you soon.